It's Thursday, April 27, 2017. Today we are putting the states back in charge. It's a big thing. Trump moves to review and maybe revoke national monuments. Sky-high flames forcing thousands from their homes. Florida calls out National Guard to fight drought-fueled wildfires. Even oil companies predict a surge in electric cars. People's Climate March to demand climate action. Plus, sea level rise estimates doubled thanks to the melting Arctic. Thanks, melting Arctic. All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Today I'm signing a new executive order to end another egregious abuse of federal power. You're signing an executive order to fire yourself? Cool. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, Republicans in the state of Florida have been denying climate change and global warming for years. And well, once again, it looks like they're paying the price for that. Yes, unfortunately, it does look like that. My driveway leading to my house looks like another planet. This used to be a home. Florida's wildfires are still raging out of control. These fires are dangerous. They're extremely dangerous. We have to be very cautious. Florida Governor Rick Scott has called out the state's National Guard to help fight the more than 100 out-of-control wildfires that have destroyed dozens of homes and forced the evacuation of thousands in tinderbox conditions caused by high winds and drought. And it's not just in Florida. Wildfire season in the United States is already 400 percent above normal for this time of year. So for Florida, the water is rising up. And the trees are burning down. That's right. President Trump accelerated his assault on the environment and public lands on Wednesday, ordering a review of all national parks and monuments created by previous presidents since 1996. Today I'm signing a new executive order to end another egregious abuse of federal power and to give that power back to the states and to the people where it belongs. Although couched as a local control issue, critics charge the administration's real goal is to strip valuable public lands of protected national monument status, to open them up to industry for drilling, mining, logging, and potentially to be sold off. No president in U.S. history has ever revoked a previous president's national monument protections created under the Antiquities Act. Nothing in the law allows for it, but the Trump administration is going to try. The move was slammed by the outdoor industry Association, which said their industry generates nearly $900 billion in local economic activity and tourism and creates more than 7 million jobs in the U.S., far more than the fossil fuel industry. I love this comment from his signing ceremony. The previous administration used a 100-year-old law known as the Antiquities Act. Have you heard about that? Yes, yes, we've heard about it. It's a hundred-year-old law. It doesn't make it any less valid. Trump will also sign another executive order to reopen pristine protected waters in the Arctic and the Atlantic Oceans to offshore drilling, which had been protected by President Obama under directives that banned drilling until 2022 in some areas and permanently in others. Environmental groups and Native American tribes say they will sue to challenge the stripping of protections from public lands, monuments, 
and those pristine ocean areas. Meanwhile, a new study projects that global sea level rise may unfold twice as fast as previously predicted due to global warming. Great. The new faster estimate comes from the Arctic Monitoring Assessment Program and is based on new data showing the rate of ice melt is accelerating in the Arctic and in Greenland, projecting a minimum of two feet and a worst-case scenario of eight feet of sea level rise by 2100. Mm. That's double the rate predicted just a few years ago by the United Nations. This is all going really well. Perhaps I should say going swimmingly. The study authors also say the Arctic is now locked in to dramatic changes through 2050. But they also say what happens after that depends largely on the choices we make today. Sea level rise will also force millions around the world to relocate, including here in the United States. Another study out this week warns that the central United States will see an influx of climate refugees as people retreat from rising seas on the coast. But some good news. Even oil companies are now predicting a surge in electric cars. This week, Total SA, one of the world's largest oil companies, projected that electric vehicles will make up a third of all new vehicles by 2030, thanks to the declining cost of batteries that make them increasingly competitive with conventional gasoline cars. Finally, the People's Climate March is on Saturday, April 29th, around the U.S. and around the world to demand action on climate change and to advance the goals of the People's climate march. Democratic Senator Jeff Merkley of Oregon and Independent Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont on Thursday introduced new legislation in the Senate to put the U.S. on a path to 100 percent clean renewable energy by 2050. So much marching, so little time before it's too late. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Well, lift your head. It ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. So move. Keep walking.